The light fades with death's cold embrace. You've already been zipped and tagged. Struggle as you might, it will not help. No one can break out of the body bag. Here to oversee the autopsy, your hosts, Chris Thomas and Broke Rider Dave. What's good, everybody, and welcome to Body Bag Podcast. I'm Chris Thomas, and with me as always, Broke Rider Dave. How we doing, everybody? Another top ten coming at you, but uh, instead of spreading around the hate, it's uh, switched up a little bit, so I've given my top ten. So I rarely get to talk about, uh, I think we've only done one top ten in which I gave things that I liked, and I think that was Chris Loves Love. Yeah. But um, you gave me, what are my top ten found footage movies? Yes. Which... Um, I t- honestly took a lot longer. I didn't realize exactly how many found footage movies I haven't seen, but I was able to come up with a decent list and they're kind of, it's kind of divided up into, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the sections as they go along. Okay. So I, and I gave myself a stipulation for this one. I was not going to do the most obvious one. So Blair Witch Project is not on this list just because it's, it's obviously it, number one. It, it's obviously, arguably number one. Uh, so, just know that since that's not on the list, it it would have been. Yes. But to get it started off, I will put in what would have probably been the next obvious choice for that one, and that would have been Paranormal Activity. Yes. Because the same vein. That's this is number ten. Because kind of in the same vein, very low budget, and grossed tons of money in return. Yeah. Now, I'm not scared of these paranormal activity movies. Now, I'm not scared of ghost movies in general. But I I'm putting this on the list because a I like I always like a story of people going into something with little money and then it just becomes a phenomenon that just brings in tons of cash. I just remember everybody losing their shit at this movie to the point where people were scared of a moving blanket. <laughs> just like some of the most non-scary things people got scared in this movie and yeah, i can't be scary in the right yeah situation. In, the, in the right situation and with the right editing which silence was a very good part of this thing not having any music so people can just soak up what they're seeing so you see a little moving blanket or you see a little shadow was that a shadow or was it not and i've just I was in a th- packed theater, and it was very much a theater filled with people, like, <laughs> just like, oh my god, oh my god, just, just, just verbally being loud, and which could be annoying, but I, if I wasn't gonna be scared by the movie, I might as well be entertained by people getting scared of it. So, I had a fun time with it, though. So, I, I put that kind of on par with Blair Witch. I would say that that was the aughts of uh, equivalent of Blair Witch. Yeah. Yeah, you can with those two. It's kind of like one A and one B. So they're basically at the top of the, everyone's found footage list. So. so since that was, you know, that one was kind of like my substitute for Blair Witch, since Blair Witch wasn't yeah. on here. All right, all right. So now we get into some other found footage movies. We got my number nine, and these are in no particular order. Yeah, uh, Cloverfield. Okay, Cloverfield. Yeah. Uh, again, I have to say, also kind of on par when you think of early aughts found footage you kind of cloverfield usually makes the list yeah but i remember 
going to the theater, seeing that, and just thinking it was okay, but I I grown more, uh, more appreciation of it. Um, uh, the more times over time, I, I yeah. yeah over time that was one where i was like it was okay but then i liked it more and more as i watched it good creature feature good alien movie yeah and it just you go all over the city with it and also spawned you know sequel you know i think a couple of these you know are good because they spawned sequels yeah i saw what was the second one with john goodman cloverfield lane yeah it was a 10 cloverfield lane uh, I saw that one. Very different from the first. It was still a good movie. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't seen The Cloverfield Paradox. I have not seen the one either. I hear that it's not that great, but uh, I might have to. But yeah, Cloverfield, fun movie. Uh, it definitely probably a lot more of the faster-paced found footage movies. A lot more yeah. action-y. I'd say it's more of an action than a horror movie, or I'd say more of a thriller action than a horror I mean, when you when you talk about horror movies, I consider thriller a subsection of it anyway. So, yeah. So Cloverfield number nine. All right. Let's uh, let's throw a little bit of comedy in here. Uh, Number eight, the rise of Leslie Vernon behind the mask. All right. That this we uh, it feels like we mention this movie every chance we get in our episodes. Um which is fine with me because I think the movie needs as much notification as it can since not a lot of people know about it. But yeah, you would consider that found footage. I mean, now when I say found footage movies, I'm giving myself this stipulation and that is the entirety of the movie that you're watching or the, or the plot is centered around uh, either first person shots from a camera or a collection of, uh, footage that has been recorded previously. So it's either presently you're watching the footage or it's an accumulation of the footage that has been brought together that is supposed to be real footage to show an audience. Yeah, so, I mean, it's kind of like that found footage slash mockumentary type of movie. Yeah, so so mockumentary, I would also kind of put in the found footage category. Yeah. So, you know, just going behind the scenes of a serial killer showing you how he's going to choose his victims, uh, the proper technique of how he kills them. You need to basically, you know, you have to have your cardio on point. You have to, you have to have a good brick handy attached to a string so you can make doors shut. It answers all those questions of how does Michael Myers get from here to here or know to do this? Well, he trained. (laughs) Being a serial killer takes a lot of practice and a lot of training. Yeah, I mean, it's a great movie. I haven't seen any, I haven't heard anybody who's watched it and hasn't liked this movie. I would I would love to see a a sequel to that that also involves like, kind of like a cyber stalking or more like a, making people think something paranormal is happening. Yeah. I would like to see it again and I would, and I would like it to, I w- actually wouldn't mind if it was made and it becomes a cult classic too. You just get like people who are known in the horror industry who would become like, you know, yeah, I'm going to make a little cameo with this, you know, and it just be known by a couple of people. Yeah, very much like they did with the first one. Still sticking with comedy. Okay. Um, number seven is What We Do in the Shadows. Now, have you seen What We Do in the Shadows? I don't think I have. Please, please, please do yourself a favor and go watch that movie. It's directed by Taika Waititi. If you don't know who that is, that is the director of Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. And Jojo Rabbit. 
and um, this is one of his earlier movies i think this is a mockumentary style it basically follows around three roommates who are vampires and they live in the modern day and it's just funny talking about what it's like to be a vampire in the modern day like they try to go out clubbing at night but they can't go into a club because they have to be technically invited into the club and yeah. And um, they they talk about how they choose their victims and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, we don't. I'll, I'll give you a, a, a I'll give you a a um, an idea of of what this movie is kind of like. They're interviewing one of the vampires and they're talking about uh, drinking the blood of virgins. Yeah. And he's like, you know, it's uh it's not that virgin blood necessarily tastes better or anything like that. But think a bit. Think of it as eating a sandwich. You would enjoy that sandwich a lot more if you knew that it didn't have a dick in it. <laughs> that's yeah. that's that is the kind of humor that it's that's in this. It's very funny. It's a comedy. It's a it's a horror comedy. There's a lot. There is plenty of blood. Yeah. And uh, it's it's a mockumentary type thing that follows around vampires and some werewolves. So. All right. Yeah. So what Definitely we do in the shadows. Yeah. Either watch the movie or check out the series on FX. Okay. I think that was number seven. Number six. I was debating whether or not to put this one on there, but I think this has a good combination of action, a little bit of thrillerish, and a little bit of body horror to it. And that's District Nine. Just okay. The alien movie. Yep. Now, because I was thinking, well, that seems more like an action movie, but the way he's transforming into an alien, I would say it has a decent amount of body horror in it. Oh, it definitely does, yeah. And a lot of... T I'm upset that they never made a sequel, but you know what? I'd rather them keep it a standalone one movie that's good than risk yeah. ruining it with a sequel. It's just kind of left up to... Well, we never know if they come, if the aliens come back and give him a cure or not, because he, he's, he's stuck as an alien at the end. Spoiler yeah. alert if you haven't seen it. But, you know, it's all first person it's security camera footage uh camera footage from the cameraman as well as anything that has a camera on it it's like the footage has been taken and interviews with like the people who were involved it's it's really cool uh yeah a lot better than i thought it was going to be basically if you haven't seen it it's uh aliens have landed in south africa and it was basically an allegory for discrimination and stuff like that because they're treated like like second-class citizens and stuff like that it's like they're people are like racist toward these aliens and they're like they live out yeah. in the uh in like the ghettos or whatever and um it's a good movie good yeah. a lot of cool action and a lot of a lot of body horror yeah. more, more so than i thought it was going to be so oh yeah and i mean for found footage has a pretty big uh, budget too yeah, I didn't know it was going to be found footage when I saw it. Um, yeah. But I, I was pleasantly surprised when I was like 10 minutes into it. I'm like, oh, this is how it's going to be because I, yeah. like, I like found footage anyway. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I haven't seen one in a long time. Yeah. Good movie for this list. Um, so for number five, was that six? Yeah. So for number five, I needed a, <laughs> I was trying to figure out stuff for this list. So this is a cheat answer. Okay. Uh, number five of my found footage movies is uh, The Ring. The Ring uh, sends around this uh, VHS, this tape, this footage that you have to watch, and then you get seven days uh, before you die. I know that it's a bullshit answer, and I know that yeah. that has no place in this thing, but 
I giggled to myself when I was like, well, it's technically kind of a found footage movie. And then, I mean, then they the, found footage. They in found the movie. footage, and the way the whole horror is centered upon you watching this footage and then dying. So I said, you know what? Screw it. It's going on the list number five. I need to pad out this list anyway. Yeah. So I am fully aware that Ringu or the Ring does yeah. not belong on this list, but here it is anyway. All right. So there's one more. And then it's going to make a shift in terms of what's on my list. Okay. So for uh, VHS. Okay. VHS, a group of people bust up into this dude's house and then see a whole bunch of tapes, watch the tapes, and it's just, you know what it's kind of like? It's kind of like, it makes me think of Tales from the Crypt or Creep Show in that it's just a bunch of like stuff going on in different tapes. Yeah. Like It is kind of like, yeah. Like, I could see VHS being like a, a series on... Uh, on HBO or Netflix or something like that, where it's like, all right, which tape are we watching today? That would be dope. And it, it's just all found footage of of zombies or or what have you. Yeah. It was now. Uh, it was either going to be between VHS or REC. Which which uh, of the acronymed movies? Which one do you like more, VHS or REC? I prefer the VHS ones. Me too. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're very similar. Mm-hmm. It, it had been a long time since I saw VHS. Uh, yeah. That was one of those Friday night movies that I rented from the Blockbuster back when they had a Blockbuster. Yeah. And just watched it with eating junk food with my friends. And um, I'd only seen it the one time, but I remember liking it. So that has to make the list. Uh, I didn't have enough time to go back and rewatch it again, but I do remember liking it. And when I reread the synopsis, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that scene. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. So... VHS makes it on the list. Now, these last couple, I wanted to... Oh, no, I almost, mi- I almost missed one. Okay. Uh, What is this one, number four? Yep. No, that was number four. This is number three. Wait, five was my cheat answer. Four was... was yeah, four was VHS. VHS. Yeah. So three... So we're on three right now. Yep. One of my more favorite uh, of my uh, George A. Romero movies, Diary of the Dead. The uh, moral or the message of the movie is definitely heavy-handed at sometimes, and it's you know it's all about like oh we glorify stuff that we see on TV, the violence we see on TV, and you know it's it's different seeing violence behind you know the uh, shield of a camera, and it, it's it's kind of like it's not really happening when you're watching it behind you know a lens. It's like the violence isn't really real and stuff like that. I mean they hammer that message in like a lot in the movie but have you seen it i don't remember if i have uh watch it basically these college students are making a a low budget horror movie and then a zombie apocalypse breaks out and one of the guys who's part of the film crew is basically filming this they're trying to get to their friend's house which is like a little ways away and it's zombie apocalypse happens as they're making this movie and uh and uh, it's all from the point of view of the camera guy who's documenting it all all right sounds uh really interesting decent movie uh has some decent kills in it it's fun but like i said the message is a little heavy-handed especially near the end but yeah. other than that i i enjoyed watching it okay because he feels like he has to document this as it's happening and then he like uploads it like every chance he gets all the new footage that he has of this apo- yeah. zombie outbreak happening Okay. So it's pretty good. And, you know, it's George George A. Romero, so 
you know. So of course it's gonna be good. Yeah, it'll be entertaining. Yeah. So these last couple aren't necessarily fictional movies. These last ones are Netflix footage movies that have all having to do with real stuff that happened and the story is basically told through like the accumulation of the footage and interviews with the people kind of stuff. Okay. Kind of like uh making a murderer. Um so the first one uh well I guess this is number 2 is American Murder. All right. I can't necessarily it, it was a true story about this man who whose wife and kid went missing and it was like a a statewide like like search for like what happened to the to the uh to this family like it was just a like a loving yeah. family you know father daughter mother and they just disappeared all of a sudden out of nowhere and it's like where'd they go and then the the it slowly starts to become apparent that the guy the father is hiding something he's acting shady he's he's like mixing up his his stories and stuff like that and yeah um if you know the story because it was on the news and it was a true story then you you know how it basically ends but if you don't i'd say still check it out anyway i mean i i i knew about it after i kind of looked into it a little bit but then i still watched it anyway still entertaining to see with i love i love watching uh yeah. series like that on netflix yeah, I'm surprised um, I haven't seen this. Like, I'm really into, like, true crime and everything like that. So. I watch a lot of, like, true crime stuff like that on Netflix. Yeah. Like like I said, uh, Making a Murderer. This one's American Murder. Uh, there was a docu- uh, documentary about the Unabomber or the Ted Bundy yeah. tapes. You know, I like I like yeah. uh, watching. I, arguably, I probably watch about a, a, as much, if not more, of those documentaries about serial killers uh, yeah. arguably about just as much as I watch regular horror movies. Yeah, it's about the same. I just find them fascinating. Yeah. So I'll I'll put as a as an honorary mention the Ted Bundy tapes because that one yeah. was also kind of that one in the Unabomber. Was, yeah, was Ted pretty, Bundy's just a. It's very weird how interesting po- person. It's weird how popular he is. Just like he he's a bad guy, yet we have so many movies based on him yeah and even at the time there were women who i mean he got married in prison even after he was like responsible for slaying a bunch of children or a bunch of women rather yeah and number one on the list i kind of breezed through this list actually yeah um (laughs) it's simply titled don't fuck with cats all right and you might think all right what does that have to do with anything i had no idea what it was about when i first went i thought it was a gonna be a funny little uh, it was you know it was about cat videos and stuff like that. Uh, it, was, it was like how cat videos got like super popular on the internet or whatever. Uh, and is then, it about like uh, animal abuse? There's I haven't some. Seen it. Yeah. There's some at the near the end uh, about that has animal abuse in it, but it takes yeah. a super dark turn. Like I out of nowhere, I had it's about a murderer. Um, really? Yes. This this document docu series called "Don't Fuck with Cats" is about a murderer and how these cat video people caught a murderer who like chopped up a dude and 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 was on the run okay not a trend i saw <laughs> he he like to check that out yeah because he like started out by posting like videos of him like feeding a kitten to a snake and then yeah 
and then that you know riled up the community of like cat lovers and stuff like that and then they tried like finding him and stuff like that and it was like this this online interconnected group of people who who are like we got to find this guy he this guy's an asshole for doing this to animals and stuff like that and then they found footage of him like doing other stuff and then found out that this guy is actually a murderer and stuff like that and it's very interesting and then once it, it it was something that i now this is number one on my list but it's not like number one is in terms of my favorite thing but i will say it was one of those documentaries that i watched and i was like i had no idea that this is where this was going i thought this was about cat videos and now i'm watching this murder mystery (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh, but i am very much invested i want to i want to see if this guy gets it too screw that guy for messing with cats and that's my found footage list. You didn't make it easy on me because I, I realized I, you know, I mean, I'm glad that I put some of those documentary ones on there because yeah. I, I, I consider them found footage. Um, yeah. Uh, I think you saw this a couple videos ago. How interesting it is how different we would have went with like these lists. Because you went with like, you know, the documentaries and mockumentaries. Uh, yeah, I have. And two, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I have two mockumentaries. Two regular documentaries, a cheat answer, and then five legit answers. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? It's my list. I can do whatever I want. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, that is my top 10. Next time we'll go into, I think we have about maybe one more of these in us. Yeah. Um, along with two more guests. So what is for this season going to be my last hashtag Chris hates? Chris hates. How are we going to end out the season with my hates? Chris hates slasher movies. So my least favorite slasher movies? Yeah. Uh, is it because I, I said uh, gave you Dave hates good movies? Yeah. Uh, Chris hates slashers. Yeah. All right, I could do that. All right. Something tells me that'll be a little bit easier than uh, uh, found footage. Because there's a ton of slasher movies out there. But Yeah. Um. Yeah, all right. But uh, this is another two-parter kind of episode because the other episode is your hashtag Dave Hates Good Movies. Yes. And uh, although I don't know which one of these is going to come out first. First, yeah. But um, aside from that, I believe we have two more guests going on this season. We have Jamie Stewart and Spencer Hamilton, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah, we get them scheduled in here soon. and Then uh, we'll probably go on a little bit of a break restructure again maybe i say that before we get into season three we should have our giveaways accumulated first yeah we should have our lineup and our uh book prizes like kind of together or at least have an idea of it first yeah because we are giving doing a giveaway at the end of this season for the slasher yeah but that's for the future um thanks for listening to me talk about my top 10 favorite document well not document found footage movies <laughs> but uh uh yeah thanks for joining us here on body bag i'm chris thompson with me as always broke rider dave have a good day everybody hey everybody thanks for listening to body bag podcast be sure to like and subscribe and leave us a comment as to what you'd like to hear us review or any horror movie topics you'd like to hear us rant and rave about and while you're at it, you can find us on Twitter at Body Bag Pod and on Instagram at Body Bag Podcast. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.